nonsense. What's gonna happen? This time get in line. On your mouth get set when it starts, it never ends. Barmy nonsense. Wind down your windows, we've got windows. It's barmy nonsense, make no sense. Barmy nonsense. It's barmy nonsense, let's go crazy. Barmy nonsense. What's gonna happen? This time get in line. Barmy nonsense, make no sense to me. Nonsense, 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 nonsense. Welcome back to UK News, the only news channel dedicated to the news that matters to you as long as it's taking place in London or affects Londoners or is somewhere that people in London have heard about after they took a wrong turn on the M1. As if anything happens outside of London. I know. Hang on, we've just had some breaking news. There's been a major flood on the outskirts of London. Whereabouts on the outskirts? Newcastle. Oh my God. Do we know what's happening? We don't have the details yet. One of our reporters tried to talk to the policeman in charge, but we couldn't understand him. We're trying to get some reporters to the scene now, but no one really wants to drive past the Watford Gap. Can't blame them. Exactly. I once ended up in Kettering and had to have two weeks off with stress. I think now would be a good time to read out some viewer emails and texts. That's a good idea. Remember, if you're in Newcastle and you have been affected by the flood, why don't you contact us and let us know how you think people in London would feel. Or if you're in London, why don't you tell us how you're keeping up with news of the flood. That's right. And while you're online, you can sign up to our new app, UK News For You, which will tell you everything you need to know about London and some boring weather reports from non-London that we can't switch off. And we've just had our first email from John in London who says... Can we stop talking about things outside of London when there's obviously more important things in London? That's a good point, John. And a final letter here from Harry, somewhere that obviously isn't London, and he says, don't you find this London-centric attitude unfair, divisive, and a potentially cause for many of the problems that we have in the UK today? Well, Harry, that's obviously a very considered and reasoned argument. <laughs> Got you. What? It was a prank. Me and a producer made it up. I can't believe you guys. Consider this payback for that time you made me believe they had northern elections. <laughs> that was a good one. Anyway, I think we've covered this month's non-London storyline. Now back to our headline story. London Mayor supports research from London Think Tank, suggesting that London needs more money than everywhere else. Welcome to Countryside Live. I'm here with Albert Stingray. Call me that again and I'll have your eyes. At his beautiful country estate in Shire McShire, where he keeps a flock of bees. If I can just stop you there. You can. The correct collective noun for bees is ambush. So sorry, I'm quite inexperienced at country ways. It's alright, Townie. So, here we are in front of the hive. They're quite unusual, your bees, aren't they? <laughs> They're certainly a rare breed. What breed are they exactly? We've got several. Bengal, Malaysian, even got a couple of Indo-Chinese. You notice they're a bit bigger than your average honeybee. And they have just the five legs, not the usual six. That one at the back is a tail. No, no, that's a leg. 
and they don't buzz around flying so much as stalk and growl. But they're bees, all right. You can tell by the stripes. So, please do illuminate the people at home. What's it like living on a honey farm? Oh, you know what it's like. Most of the time it's a joy, but then one gets into the house and can't find its way out and the children start screaming and flapping and you have to open a window and get a newspaper and throw sausages into a garden. And do they produce much honey? We've not had a lot of honey so far and they've not been great pollinators, but they have kept the local deer population in check. This one here, the large one, that's the queen. Yep, that's the queen bee. You'll notice she's eating frosties. The obvious question that I have to ask is, have you ever been stung by any of your bees? Yeah, that's how I lost my arm. I'm my first wife. Police, what's your emergency? I wish to report a breach of restrictions. A group of eight singing loudly and with wild animals running amok. And where's this taking place? A little cottage in the woods, in a land far, far away. Right. So it may take a while to get a car over there. Can you describe this group? One is happy. One is bashful. One of them looks like he might be showing symptoms. Another appears to be a medical professional, so he should know better for a start. And one has lips, red as the rose, hair black as ebony, skin white as snow. Oh, she sounds pretty. Yeah, well, in a really basic way, if you like that sort of thing. To be honest, madam, this doesn't really sound like something you should be calling 999 about. I demand you take action. Fine, but quite frankly, I suggest you go away and take a good look at yourself in the mirror. Way ahead of you, Sonny. Fine. Can I take your name, please? The Evil Queen. <laughs> and your occupation? Home Secretary. Okay, a car's on its way now. Oh dear, some dirty grass has caught the feds. Oh no, oh no, it's after jail we go. Alright lads, let's run through the plan one more time. Dave, you stay in the van and keep a lookout. Me and Tom will charge into the bank and tell everyone to get on the ground! Try not to shoot anyone, but if it happens, it happens. Get whoever's on front desk to fill up our bags and then we leave. We want to be in and out in under four minutes, got it? Got, got it. it. Good lads. Dave, you um, brought the ammo, right? Yeah, it's in the cardboard box, just by your feet. Great, and Tom, you've brought the bags. Black and nondescript, just like I like my coffee. Sure. And Dave, you've got the masks. Dave? Andy, mate, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot them. I even wrote keys, phone, wallet, mask on my memo board in the hallway. Oh, for fuck's sake. Look, it happens. The amount of times I've been about to rob a bank and halfway there I've realised I've forgotten my mask. I've had to drive all the way back home. Maybe we could just go in without them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 Didn't realise you were such a risk taker, Andy. 
plus, if we don't wear a mask, everyone will be looking at us being like, why aren't they wearing masks? I might have some spare in the glove compartment. Maybe we can just reuse them. What, should we be reusing them? Yeah, we don't want the cops to start recognising our masks from previous jobs and connecting the dots. Also, I get spots. Yeah. Okay, then maybe we should just uh, rearrange for another day? Yeah. I think that's the best. Either way, it was it was fun catching up with you guys in person. I've been hacking people's computers to get their credit card details. It's just not the same as an in-person job. Good to keep busy, though, uh, mental health and all that. Well, at least you've got jobs to do. Now that everyone's staying home all the time, it's getting harder and harder to burgle houses. Yeah, I had heard that. Uh, if you want, I can speak to my guy, see if he's got any good jobs going. That would be so great. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Oh, no problem. Uh, hey, I know we're no longer doing the bank robbery and all that, but maybe you guys could come in for coffee. I don't know if that's a good idea. We're in different households and I dropped food round at my hands. Maybe we can go for a walk sometime. Do some old-school casual mugging? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like that. I'd like that a lot. Darkness, my old friend I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound Hello again. Welcome to the show. A leopard went to the bar and paid a euro for a cappuccino. When he left, the waiter realised it was only 90 cents and told his boss. The boss said, Don't worry, a leopard never spots its change. Thank you. Here at Bedshed, you can play slots, roulette, blackjack, and bingo. Just download the app and start losing today. We take more money from you saps than payday loans do. And it's totally legal. It's a license to print money. Bedshed, start losing today. Remember, gamble sensibly. When you've lost all your money, stop. Hi there, pop pickers. Now for the rundown of the UK Top 10 excluding any band with more than six members, as per the latest government advice. At 10, we have S Club 6 with Don't Stop Moving, after Tina left the band in mysterious circumstances. At 9, 8 and 7, we have Blazing Squad, Wu-Tang Clan and The Goldie Looking Chain, but they're all disqualified for having far too many members and also a poor approach to hand-washing etiquette. At number 6, we have 5. You're fine, guys! At number 5, a new entry from Gang of Four with We Don't Approve of Being in This List at All. At number 4, The Fun Boy 3. At 3, we have you 2 with 1. At 2, one third of the Human League. Which means at number 1 this week, we have the police, who will be enforcing Don't Stand So Close to Me, assuming they have the resources to do so. The police, take it away!
Well, hello then. If you're wondering what's on telly while you're listening to this, there's a choice of viewing. Up one, it's How to Look Good Naked, where a fashion guru meets someone who won't even put radio on without thinking it makes her backside look too big. On two, ten years younger, we meet the woman who wants to be like Jordan and ends up having brain surgery. On four, Embarrassing Bodies, where we will be looking at someone with a nose like a strawberry and the doctor who has some cream to put on it. While over on five, we ask, have we become too obsessed with the way we look? Later on one, Homes Under the Hammer shows you the easiest way to own a large house in the country. Make lots of money. <laughs> on two, Escape to the Country. We help a couple that find that perfect place away from the hustle and bustle. Give them an unlimited budget and see if they can exceed it. On four, A Place in the Sun follows a young trendy couples and retired youthful couples who borrow huge amounts of money and move as far away from their lenders as possible. While on five, a documentary looks at inner city deprivation and issue of homelessness. Or you can just carry on listening to us. Ah, Danny, I see you're busy at work. Hello, Montgomery. You said you were one or two things you wanted to discuss. It's the hedges. I thought it might be. If you wanted to thank me, then please, I acknowledge the lessons of the Bible. Money means more than words. Well, no, actually. It's just that I did ask you to turn the hedges around the manor into fun shapes, animals and things. Yup, and I did that. Okay, well, I I don't see any animals. They're all around you. What about this one here? That's a polar bear protecting its young. It's just a plain hedge. You haven't sculpted it at all. I can see why you would think that, but this is a polar bear protecting its young, covered in edge. Sorry? I made an exact likeness of a polar bear guarding its children, and then I thought, well, how will people know it's edge? So I covered it with edge. If you didn't enjoy that one, perhaps you'll enjoy that flamingo standing on one leg. Danny, that's just... Covered in edge? Right. I see. Or what about the creation of the Mona Lisa? Covered in hedge? Yes, you can tell. Danny, I think... You might be taking me for a foolish Felix. I mean, you haven't even touched that main hedge at the front. Oh, don't tell me you don't appreciate my cityscape of Paris. With tourists emerging from the Eiffel Tower, one of them swatting at a fly that threatens to land on an eyes ice cream. That's not covered in hedge. Why would you want to cover these scenes in hedge? To a topiarist, nothing is more beautiful than hedge. Right. So I suppose this is just a roaring tiger over here. Nah. That's just Edge. Listen, Danny, I know you're having me on. You just don't understand art. You never have and never will. Art is about the soul, about the transition between the self and material to another consciousness. And then covering it with Hedge. You can consider your work here quite done, Danny. Now, I'm going back to the house. Where's my house gone? Oh, but that was my greatest work of all. What? Covered in Edge. Shop Sketch, written by Tommy Dignan, performed by Vicky Wilde and Ariana Ramkalawan. Good morning, ma'am. How could I help you? Yes, hello. Um, I was wondering if I could have a cake ready by Friday. It's for my sister's birthday. No problem, ma'am. 
What would you be after? A chocolate cake? A cheesecake? No, unfortunately, I can't have a chocolate cake. I'm on a diet. Maybe something with less calories? But that's not a problem. We could provide you with a smaller cake. Or we could have a custom cake ready for you in time for your sister's birthday. Mm, a custom cake? Sounds good to me. Can I have a cake that's gluten-free? Oh, uh, well... Unfortunately, we haven't got anything like that in stock right now. But that could be sorted easily enough. Uh, anything else? Yes, uh, could I have it with almond milk? I'm lactose intolerant. Okay. That makes things a little harder, but not impossible. Uh, anything else? Can I have it without water? My sister is allergic to it. How could she be allergic to... Sorry, ma'am. Please continue. I would also like a cake that has no butter, no sugar and no icing. No butter, no sugar and no icing? Hmm. I see. What you have ordered is bread, ma'am. No. It's a cake. You're a cake shop. I understand that. But you've ordered a product that has no icing, no butter and no sugar. It's not exactly what I call a cake by the strictest of definitions. But this is a cake shop. I'm ordering a cake. Okay, since the customer is always right, what is a cake? Well, um, well, it, well, it's a high calorie dessert with sugar, icing, butter and water. Exactly. Now, if you were to take all that away, what do you have instead? Look, I just want a cake without water, sugar, icing and butter. Is that so much to ask? Well, it depends, ma'am. Does it sound like a cake to you? I'm giving you a grand for it. Would you like a receipt, ma'am? No, thanks. Unlike some people, I'm trying to save the planet. Ooh, okay. No need to be smug about it. I hope you enjoy your bread. Miss Stevenson, we'll have to go for a caesarean. Why? Well, neither you nor the baby are at any health risks, but if he's not born before midnight tonight, he'll be... An Aquarius. What? It's January 19th, and if he's born on the 20th, five hours from now, he'll be a bad friend, self-absorbed, and someone who runs away from their problems. Oh no. Get him out, Doc! Quick! But isn't a caesarean very risky? Not more risky than a child who is very aloof when it comes to close relationships. Are there any other options? Well, not really. If you want the child to not know that he or she is an Aquarius, I know someone who makes dodgy birth certificates. Excuse me? Or if we could get you to give birth inside the US Embassy, the baby's technically a US citizen. They're like eight hours behind? I'm sorry, honey. I'll go with whatever you want, but I find this absolutely stupid. You're a Taurus, aren't you? What? Uh, how did you know? Very assertive. Dominant. And depending on which way the moon is showing, highly against Zodiac-related caesarean sections. I don't know what to do, Paul. I'm a Scorpio. Do they get on with Aquariuses? 
They most certainly do not. It's like North Korea and South Korea, and you'll have to breastfeed Kim Jong-un. I think we'll need a second opinion. Well, I'm a Libra, so do you want me to get a Leo, a Cancer, a Sagittarius? No, a different doctor. Fine, fine, fine. Dr. Smith? Yes? What are your thoughts on operating a caesarean purely because you want the baby to have a different star sign? That is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Thank you. Some sense at last. It's Chinese New Year next week. We need to wait so it's born in the year of the horse. Today's joke is by Joshua Anderson Gray. Which Roman emperor loved coffee? Nero. Okay, okay, settle down. All right then. If you remember, yesterday we were talking about the history of the popular game Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, Malcolm? Nothing, sir. No. Go on, share it with all of us, please. I said, oh, it was more like fault shite, sir. Are those slippers, Malcolm? Don't know what you mean, sir. Okay, bring them to me. They're going in my drawer until the end of the day, along with the pipe that I took off you yesterday. Sir, that isn't fair. No, you've had enough warnings, Malcolm. And you can collect your pipe and slippers at the end of the day if you behave yourself for the rest of this class. And I think you're lucky to get that. Don't think I'm not aware that you were caught by one of the dinner ladies drinking port in the playground yesterday. That was vintage cognac. I don't care what it was. Now, we're going to take a look at some of the most important Fortnite players on YouTube. More like poo-tube. Get out, Malcolm. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, um, excuse me. What is going on? He, he's been a dick, sir. He can't. He keeps saying that Thatcher committed a war crime by sinking the Belgrano. It was sailing away from the exclusion zone. It was sailing towards it. Oh, Arthur, no. What have I told you about this? I had to split you up yesterday because you interrupted my class with a stupid row about which is better. The Barber of Seville or Madame Butterfly? Yeah, it's not my fault if this div can't work out that Puccini... John Wassini... Ow. And the day before that, it was who's better out of Martin Peters and Jeff Hurst. Absolutely pathetic. I'm done with it. Arthur, get up and go sit next to Margaret. Why can't you move him for once? I didn't, don't want to sit next to Margaret. She'll get the menopause all over me. Just go. Can we please get on with the lesson? No, excuse me. I dismiss you, not the bell. You're a bell. Great. See you all tomorrow. You have been listening to Barmy Nonsense devised by Greg Winders. Recordings were compiled and post-produced by Martin Calvert and Greg Winders. Theme music composed and performed by Paul Programme and Kieran Stansfield. You have been listening to the following voice actors. Harris Salilovich, Michael Terry, Laura England, Ewan Brown, Tom Cove, Miranda Colmans, Tim Colmans, Vicky Wilde, 
Ariana Rampalalawan, James Walsh, and his contributors, Issy Flower, Renee Rails, and Greg Winders. London was written by Rob Smith. These by Peter Adams, Rule of Six was by Johnny King, Stay Safe was written by Lexi Bowman, Joke Ads was by Michael Munhouse and Josh Anderson Gray, Bedshed by Nick Maynard, Top 10 by James Walsh, A Choice of Viewing Part 1 by Andrew Huff, Hedge was by Rufus McAllister, The Cake Shop was written by Tommy Dignan, The Caesarean Section by David Keenan, Joke of the Day by Michael Munhouse, and Classroom was by Lee Townsend.